And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here prophetic faith i'm pastor robbie bear and tonight we're going into volume five of distractions we've learned so many things about what exactly in life is getting us distracted off of the purpose and the plan that god has for us and tonight before we get into this message i want to present this question to you what is it that you don't know what is it that you don't know because i'm telling you right now what you don't know is hurting you. The Bible says, My people are destroyed for a lack of the highest knowledge. And tonight we're going to see how and uncover and reveal how the enemy is keeping things from you so that you cannot be set free. And by this, I'm telling you right now, God's going to set some people free. So let's get on into this message, and I'll see you at the end of the program. Yeah, all right, now... Let me read the definition of distraction. Here's another definition, and I want you to get this. It says, to draw away or to divert as concerning the mind or attention. Say that with me, attention. So to draw away by getting your attention. All right, now go to Hosea 4.6. This is the amplified version. He says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge of what? My law. And watch this. Where I reveal my will. So what kind of knowledge? Are we just talking about any kind of knowledge? No. What are we talking about? His law, his word, and what? What his will is. Mm. Watch this. He, he says, because of the priestly nations have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being my priest, since you have forgotten the laws of your God. I will also forget your children. Now, do you understand the power? I want to ask you this question. Do you understand the power of revelation? Because I think so many people, they don't really understand how powerful that revelation is. Now, if you've been here for quite a while now, you know how big we emphasize revelation and having understanding and wisdom and knowledge and not just hearing a word that tickles your ear, but hearing something that's going to open up your perspective, that's going to deliver you out of circumstances. That is the power of revelation. Now, notice what God says right here. <clears throat> he says, they are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So let me ask you this, what can happen when you have an abundance of knowledge? Oh, come on now. If a lack of it will destroy me, what will an abundance of knowledge do for me? you got to ask yourself this morning. 
All right, so there's many people that think they have knowledge, right? Everybody thinks they know what they're talking about. You quote a scripture, and everybody say, amen, that's right, yep. But they really don't know, and I'm going to show you how. Now, this Hebrew word here for knowledge, like I said, is not just any knowledge. The Amplified does a good, ver- uh, good definition of explaining that it's concerning his law and his will. But I want to go a little bit deeper. The Hebrew word here for knowledge means the highest knowledge. Turn to your neighbor and say, the highest knowledge. There's no higher Right? Why do we call God the most high God? Because there's no one higher. Amen? He is at the highest. He is at the top. So God says, my people, so let's put this together. My people are destroyed for a lack of the highest knowledge. They're filled with a lot of information. They're filled with a lot of stuff. But when it comes to the highest knowledge... They have very little of it. Oh, come on. All right, so, so God says, it's my revealed will. How many knows what revelation is? It is the revealed will of God. Amen? So where am I going for this? Does this sound familiar to you? Go to 2 Corinthians. Let's see what this says. He says, uh, can you put that in the King James Version? 2 Corinthians 10, I'll give you just a minute. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5, Dave. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now look at verse 5. Casting down what? Imaginations. And what else? Every what? High thing. That exalts itself against the what? Of whom? Which is what? The highest. Okay, now watch. It says, in bringing into captivity every thought according to the obedience of Christ. All right, so simply put. We know that strongholds are where? They're in the mind, right? The enemy puts strongholds in your mind to keep you in a certain place. But I want to go a little bit deeper and tell you that strongholds are barriers. Now, what do barriers do? They keep you from only going what? So far, right? That's what barriers do. If I, have a, if I fence my animals in my property, wherever I put my fence is the barrier, right? And my animals cannot go past that barrier. Now, they can run all through here, right? But they can only go as far as that barrier. That's what strongholds are. So watch this. So a stronghold, it exalts itself against the highest knowledge. So in other words, Satan uses strongholds to conceal the highest knowledge from you. Are y'all getting what I'm saying here? 
He uses barriers in your mind to keep you from seeing certain things in the Word of God that you need to see. Oh, come on. This is what he does. See, I use this analogy so many times when I'm talking about strongholds. Do you know that you can chain a large animal? You can chain it when it is an infant. When it's in its infant stage, you can chain it up, and it will fight, and it will try to get free. But after so long, it stops fighting. Is that right? And even when that animal is big enough, large enough to break those chains or to break those barriers, it will not do so. Do you want to know why? Because you have put a stronghold barrier in its mind. It won't do it. So strongholds are not just fortresses of the enemy. They are barriers sent forth to conceal you from reaching or understanding the highest knowledge, which is God's will and plan for your life. Okay? All right, so watch this. Distractions can be anything. Notice what he says. He says, casting down imaginations and what? Every high thing that does what? That exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity how many thoughts? Every thought. Here's what I want to get to you. So for weeks now, we've been preaching and teaching about bad distractions, right? But today, I'm going to flip that. I'm going to turn it around, and I'm going to teach you about how even good things can be distractions. See, so many times we think that the enemy just uses bad things or perverse things or unholy things to try to trip us up. But I'm telling you right now that he will oftentimes use even good things. Amen? He'll use things that are not quote-unquote sinful or unrighteous or unholy but they are just sent forth to take your full attention or to occupy your time or to get you so busy. Does that sound like anybody in here today? Your mind is in 50 different directions. You got this going on. You got that going on. This over here. I got to take care of that. I got uh, sports. I got this. I've got all this other stuff. The kids got piano lessons. All this other stuff. Your mind is constantly in 50 different directions. But I want to ask you something today. Why is the enemy trying to keep you so preoccupied? Watch this, watch this. Listen to what I'm asking you. What is it does he not want you to find out? We just learned that strongholds are actually barriers sent forth to conceal God's highest knowledge for you. Or something that you need to know about your circumstance. How many knows it's, it's not about what you're going through. It's about what you know about what you're going through. Oh, come on. That's the difference. So I'm going to ask you again. What is the enemy trying to conceal from you? What is it that he does not want you to see? Think today. All right, so... <clears throat> I'm going to explain three different words in the Greek for saying or word. 
Number one, logos. Say that with me, logos. Logos is where you see 1 John 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was Logos. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was made flesh, and the Word was what? God. So Logos was God. Alright, so Logos is the entire Word of God. From Genesis to Revelation is Logos. It's the expression of the word. The second word in the Greek is rhema. How many has ever heard that word? If you listen to Kenneth Hagin or anybody like that, you'll hear the word rhema. Now, what is rhema? Rhema is a, it is the word of God, it is the Logos that is quickened to you. How many knows what quicken means? I won't take my time this morning. I'm not going to speed through this. I'm not going to rush because I want you to get this. How many knows what quicken means? Oh, I got it. Right? How many's ever read a verse? Let's be real. You read a verse, you didn't understand one word it meant. But you read another verse and it hits home with you. You read Logos and it became Rhema. Watch this. All right, so it's a word that's quickened to you so that you now understand as highest knowledge. So when you take the Logos, when you take the Logos and you read it and it it hits you to such a place that you understand it, it now becomes highest knowledge to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you now know better. You know better. Amen? Hallelujah. How many knows that you can't handle problems like the world does because you know better? Now, see, they can only handle it like they know because they don't know any better. But you have a higher knowledge that you are aware of. All right, so look at Acts eleven fourteen. Acts eleven fourteen. Do I have that? All right. It says, who shall tell thee words? That word words right there is rhema. Who shall tell you rhema? Whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Do you see that now? Watch this. Who shall tell you rhema so that you'll be saved? Do you notice that he doesn't say who shall tell you logos so that you will be saved? Do you want to know why? Because logos is not word that you understand. Watch this. You can't receive what you don't know. Is that right? You can't receive what you don't know. You cannot go past. You can only go as far as what's been revealed to you. How many hears me say that all the time? That's what revelation is. Revelation is you now gaining more knowledge to where you can go at a deeper level and a higher height. Now watch though. I can only go as far as what's been revealed to me. That's why he says, by rhema, which is a quickened word, a word that you understand now, you now know, you, you don't have a, lot, a lack of knowledge anymore. By an abundance of knowledge, you and your house will be saved. How many knows, when are you going to be healed? When you have the knowledge of what the word says. 
Oh, I know what, hold on. You may think you know. See, this is what I want to open up to you. You may think you know what the word says. You may think you know what the word says about prosperity. You may think you know what the word says about healing. You may think you know what the word says about uh, your peace and joy. But I don't want you to think. I want you to know. Notice what Paul said. He said, I know in whom I have what? Believed. Past tense. So Paul went from believing to what? Knowing. Somebody say it with me. Believing to knowing. All right, so let me ask you again. What is the enemy concealing from you? What's he concealing from you? Look at Luke 10, 38. This is the Amplified Classic. Watch this right here. I'm going to show you now that even good things can be distractions. Watch this. It says, now, while they were on their way, it occurred that Jesus entered into a certain village, and a woman named Martha received and welcomed him into her house. Next verse. It says, and she had a sister named Mary, who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was listening to what? His teaching. What was she doing? She was wanting to gain what? Knowledge. This is what Mary was doing. Next verse. It says, but Martha, what was Martha doing? Read it for me. Overly occupied and what? Too busy. She was what? Say it with me. She was what? She was distracted with much serving. How many knows it's good to serve, right? Come on. That's drilled into you since you were a baby Christian. Serve, 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 serve. I don't care if you're barely limping or whatever. Just serve till you can't serve anymore. Serve. She was serving. She came up to him and said, Lord, it is nothing to you that my sister has left me to serve alone. I'm here doing a good thing. Tell her then to help me to lend me a hand and to do her part along with me. Now, look at what Jesus said. <clears throat> he said, but the Lord replied to her by, by saying, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. I find out, watch this, I find out that some people, you know how they cope with issues in their life? They stay busy. Come on, somebody. They stay busy. They stay preoccupied. They, I mean, they pick up 500 things at once, just trying to do everything. All to stay busy, to get their minds off of what they're going through. But here's, I'm going to drop a bombshell on you. Ready? Your issues are still there. All right. You're troubled about many things. Verse 42. Look at what he says right here. There is need of only one thing. Somebody say one thing. Where did he say, where did he say to seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness? His righteousness? What place? First. There's only one thing, or but a few things. Mary has chosen the what? The good portion. That which is to her what? Advantage. She is busy right now seeking knowledge that's going to be to her what? Come on now. Which shall not be taken away from her. Once you see this, 
you will not unsee this. Are y'all hearing me? Again, why does the enemy not want you to see these things? Because once, are, once they are revealed to you, you are no longer bound. My God. All right, so watch this. All right, here's a good example of a good distraction. She was serving, right? She was serving those that were in her house. She was being good to her guests. What's wrong with that, right? But watch this. Jesus, while all this was going on, Jesus was revealing something important. He was revealing the kingdom, which was what? The highest knowledge. Do you think that that was the time to serve? How many knows that there's a time for everything? <clears throat> See, this is why, watch this. Even good things can be distractions, so you got to know that there's a time for everything. There's a time you got to shut things off and say, I've got to go to this. Come on. So, was that the right time that she should have been serving? No. Jesus is revealing the most important things in life right, that had pertained to do with the kingdom, that was the time to do what? What Mary was doing. How many knows that Mary was serving before? She wouldn't ask for Mary to come and help her serve. But Mary said, right now, I don't need to serve. Come on. Right now, I don't need to be distracted. Right now, I need to, I need to listen to this word because it's going to... Notice what it said. It said that Martha was troubled about many things. Can I tell you right now that I know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus was revealing things about the kingdom that would have solved and fixed Martha's issues. But she was so distracted, come on, with doing good things, so distracted that she could not receive those revelations. So therefore, she could not get out of those issues. Woo! Why does the enemy have you so busy? Can't come to church, I'm too busy. Can't get in the Word, I got too much to do. Can't spend too much time in prayer, I got so much things going on. Why? But I tell you what, I'd sure like to get my prayers answered. I would sure like to get these promises to come forth in my life. And let me tell you one thing. I would love to see these issues resolved in my life. And the whole time the enemies just, just keep sinning. Just keep sinning. Why? Concealed to stay bound. He's going to keep you as long as you're too busy, overly occupied, distracted. He's going to keep you right where you are. Oh, part one, we learned about seeking first the kingdom of God, right? If those of you who were here on part one, you realize and remember what I said about how the enemy has twisted that statement. He has twisted it to, he's got you seeking after things, and then once you get the things, you'll seek after the kingdom, but you'll never get those things. Praise God. Do you have revelation of the highest knowledge? What is the highest knowledge? It's the Word of God. It's what God says about your situation. Now, we understand and we recognize that there are facts that's going on. There are circumstances that's happening. But that's not the highest knowledge. God says, let me be true and every man a liar. The Bible also talks about, Paul talks about in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, he talks about the warfare that we rage. And it, this is the warfare. 
It is casting down imaginations in any high thing. Now, now listen to that. Any high thing that exalts itself against the what? The highest knowledge of God. You need rhema. That when rhema comes, the revelation, the knowledge comes, you are set free. It's what you don't know about healing that's keeping you bound. It's what you don't know about prosperity that's keeping you in deficit in your finances. The enemy does this job 24-7 trying to keep things hidden from you because once you see them, you can't unsee them. Now, I want to pray for you right now <clears throat> that rhema will come to you. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing the rhema word of God. And that word for there for word is rhema. It's the revelation, the knowledge of God. So when that knowledge comes to you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be set free. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for revelation to hit every house that is watching this program tonight, Lord. Show them things that they need to see about circumstances, whatever they're going through, whatever the struggle is. Show them, reveal unto them what the enemy is trying to keep hidden from them. Because if he can keep it concealed, he can keep them bound. Father, but I thank you that you are the God that liberates his people. You are the one who sets the captive free. So, Father, I thank you for setting them free with your knowledge and with your power. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. I want to take this time to thank our faith partners. Partners, thank you so much for your continued giving and support of this ministry. Your financial support of this ministry allows us to keep doing these programs, keep bringing the Word of God every single week. And I want you, if you're watching right now, if you are not a faith partner, I want you to pray about becoming a faith partner. As you partner in with this ministry, you go where we go. The lives that we are able to touch, it is accounted for you also. That's the power of partnership. And every person, we've had testimony after testimony, every person that gives into this ministry, God has blessed them in return. And, and those of you who have not been around long enough in this program or whatever, I don't believe in just giving just to give. No. I want you to give with expectancy. I want you to believe that God will give back in return because that's what His Word says. He says, give and it shall be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. So until then, keep walking by faith. Thank you again. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at acceleratefaith.org as well. command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar. 